Welcome to Therapy is Cool. I'm your host, Molly Zive. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and mental health advocate. This podcast aims to normalize feelings and create a positive narrative around engaging in a healing process. This is not to substitute for therapy. If you want to find out more, please go to therapyiscoolpodcast.com. Please rate, subscribe, and share. Take care. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me today. I appreciate you spending this time together and connecting. So why don't we go ahead and get started with some grounding. Wherever you're at in the world, just start to scan your environment. Just notice what's going on around you. It's really hot in San Diego right now and I have my fan going. So I'm looking at my house plants that are all moving in the wind. It's really nice. So go ahead and take a nice big inhale through your nose, filling your belly up. Exhale through your mouth, let it go slowly. Inhale again through your nose, fill your belly up. Exhale through your mouth and roll your shoulders back. One last time, fill your belly up on that inhale. Exhale through your mouth, release anything that does not serve you. All right, hopefully you're feeling a little bit more grounded a little bit more in the receiving mode. That's what I'd like to talk about today is just really holding space for different kinds of healings. Um, So what's coming up for me this week is I'm noticing that I'm having a lot of limiting beliefs even around this podcast title, Therapy is Cool. Therapy is Cool. And I also want to hold space for other healing modalities. That's just the person that I'm I'm very open and receptive to new things. Um, So I think it's really important to not pigeonhole myself as a therapist, um, because I don't know if you listened to the last interview with Angela Smith, I would highly recommend going back and listening to that. But, you know, as therapists, we have all of these different roles and different um, dimensions to ourselves. For example, Angela is a Reiki practitioner, and that's what inspired me to do this episode today. So after our interview last on Saturday, Angela reached out to me and said, I have a 12 o'clock opening on Tuesday. Would you like to receive Reiki? Uh, absolutely. Are you kidding? This is something that I've been so curious about for so long. And I think that doing it for the first time with Angela kind of, she's a safe person for me. And I don't know if I would have made this happen or like actively sought out Reiki had I not, you know, met this wonderful person. And, um, you know, it's so lovely how like that conversation and that podcast from Saturday kind of sparked this opportunity for me. So here I am today, Tuesday, um, about an hour before my appointment, I wanted to kind of just do like a pre Reiki check in and then a post Reiki check in. So stay tuned for that. Um, But I really wanted to be mindful for 
having this day to do self-care. I think it's really important to hold space for ourselves. And I preach it all the time to my clients. And now I need to practice what I preach is what my mentor told me the other day when I said that I wanted to take a day off. It's just so weird for me to get out of the mindset of the go, 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 grind, 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 eight to five, Monday through Friday job. And then here I am as a business owner full time in June and I kind of get to set my own schedule and be inspired to do different things. And I don't think I could be of use to anyone if I didn't practice my own self-care and if I didn't get into alignment with who I am. So I wanted to spend the whole day sort of doing this self-care and getting into that receiving mode. So I want to hold space on this podcast again for different types of healing modalities. Um, It doesn't have to be just therapy. Therapy is truly important, but based on my own journey and everyone else that I like to interview on this podcast, it doesn't just stop there. There's so many elements to ourselves and there's so many things outside of therapy that create healing for us. Uh, For example, I have been studying to be a yoga teacher for a while and I think I'm putting it out there now to hold myself accountable, put it out into the universe. And I think now more than ever, it's really important to do yoga for stress relief and build a community and build a group to hold that space, even if it is virtually. I've seen a lot of progress with my clients uh, virtually in private practice. And so I know that, you know, a group type setting, practicing yoga, let it go yoga for stress relief will be super potent and um, super well received right now to those who are ready to get into the receiving mode. So when I talk about receiving mode, what I mean by that is we're all vibrational beings. We all have different levels of vibration depending on where we are. A lot of it is dictated by our thoughts and our feelings, especially feelings come up in our body so strongly and it sends out a vibration. So if we're feeling down, our vibration is really low and really susceptible to only picking out negative things in our environment, only latching on to the toxicity and like really engaging in gossip and things like that. That's a low vibration. A high vibration is that out of love. It's, it's really coming from your loving heart. It's radiating love. It's radiating well-being for everyone. There's enough well-being in this world for all of us, right? So getting into that receiving mode is having getting into meditation, meditating on all the um, gratitude you have in your life. So I bring this up because I am ready to receive Reiki today. I, I thought about, oh, maybe I'll hop on and just Google it. And so I can tell the listeners what Reiki is. I don't want to use my intellectual mind. And I don't want to muddy any sort of preconception before going into this process. So here I am, y'all, being raw, being you know open, being receptive. I'm getting ready for Reiki, and then afterwards, I plan on jumping in the ocean and getting some salt water, feeling, you know, the cool water all over my body after Reiki, and then I'll tune in later for kind of like this post-experience with Reiki, and I totally look forward to it. I'm so glad you're listening to this, and hopefully... I have inspired you to maybe do a little bit of self-care today. Okay, I'll see you in the next uh, little segment.
Take care. All right. This is the post-Reiki session. I feel completely relaxed hours later. It's been about six hours since I was in session with Angela Smith, who was my Reiki practitioner. And during the 45-minute session, I was thinking about a lot of things. A lot of things came up for me. There was no talking or very little talking. Um, so I wanted to give meaning to everything. I wanted to use my analytical brain so much. And I was so curious, being a Gemini and all, you know, what was coming up for me and trying to identify meanings with it and... The only thing I can say is my mind and my body are completely relaxed, similar to as if you're doing like a deep tissue massage or coming out of a restorative yoga class. My body feels completely relaxed. And there was some touching, um, but it wasn't like she was massaging me or getting really deep into my muscles, there was some sort of energetic changes in my body. And I have come to this realization that I'm okay with my intellectual mind, not being able to describe this right now. That's totally fine. I still haven't even looked up what Reiki is. And I was thinking about doing that while I'm talking about it right now, um, just to see if I can, you know, gain some clarity around it. This is so interesting for me because I'm naturally a person who's able to describe things very well. And I'm very curious because I'm a Gemini. And so during the session, I felt my analytical brain trying to attach meanings and symbolism to different things and trying to make sense of what it was, even comparing like, you know, the after effects of a massage or yoga, like that, those are just things that I'm trying to grasp onto. So my mind can kind of like compare it to something that's tangible for me. Um, yeah, it, there's a complete shift in my energy and in my body. I loved it. First of all, I should have started with that 10 out of 10. I would do it again. I feel a lot more calm, a lot more relaxed. I feel like the toxins and my energy somehow released my body. Like I said, I wanted to be really receptive to the process. And so even though there wasn't a lot of talking and I wanted answers so badly, I kind of just surrendered to the moment. I am also, side note, rereading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. If you have never read that book, stop whatever you're doing and go get that book. It's amazing. It'll change your life. Um, but he talks a lot about being the observer of our thoughts. And that's what I tried to do during the Reiki session, you know, during time. I wanted to also watch Angela do it. Like I wanted to see what she was doing exactly. And like I said, there were some points where she did like touch certain parts of my body. I felt like when she supported my head, 
that was really powerful for me. I felt like all the tension in my head um, kind of lifted away and I, I wasn't feeling it anymore. Um, my hands, there was a lot of warmth when she was um, working on my hands. So that was a really interesting thing that came up for me is just like that heat sensation. There was a lot of different sensations. Like I felt like she did a really good job of, um, she, I don't know if she curated a playlist, but it was so good and it really relaxed me. And then she put essential oils on her hands. So it smelled so good when she was moving her hands. Um, so she doesn't do touching the whole time. And so her hands like are right above my body. And so it was nice to smell, you know, the essential oils. Um, her touch was really soft and nice and energetically it felt a lot calmer. Um, so yeah, I felt like it was a really awesome place for me to go as well. This She has a beautiful studio. Again, I will post Angela Smith's um, information in this, this episode notes as well. That's who did um, the Reiki on me. And she was also interviewed in this previous episode to this. Um, yeah, I wrote down a couple of notes. So I got in my car and I was go. I had plans right after, and I knew that I had plans. But when I got into my car, I couldn't remember what the plans were. And I just remember wanting to savor the moment of like, just being present and just being relaxed enough to not feel like my normal, like, I got to get to this uh, next place and like my sense of urgency. So I turned on Tycho, highly recommend Tycho, T-Y-C-H-O. Uh, they make a lot of instrumental music that really just like touches my soul. So I put on the receiver by Tycho in my car and I wrote down a few notes. Um, let's see, I put my brain was at ease, feels like a massage or after a really restorative yoga class, my body and my mind feel tranquil. My muscles feel relaxed. My heart feels very open that is a good note. That was very true. I felt pretty vulnerable after that, the Reiki. Um, I still feel pretty vulnerable. And Angela said that's normal over the next couple of days. Um, flow of energy down my limbs and my fingers. So that was really interesting. So every time she sort of put her hand on a certain part of my body, I felt the energy flow down my like if she was touching my shoulder I felt the energy flow down my arm and into my fingertips um just different parts of my body flowing um oh and then I'm reading my notes when I was on my stomach I turned over everything was black like I put my eyes in the pillow and it was just kind of nice if you've ever been in like a sensory deprivation tank it was kind of like that where i couldn't see anything and so i was just really focused on my breathing and focused on the energy work that she was doing um again when i was on my back i just wanted to like watch her uh, what she was doing and I was so curious and I was like oh like I had a thought come up to like oh we should film this but there's just something so special about like letting it be what it is and why don't we I have my computer right here I'm gonna look up the definition of Reiki 
So after having that experience and not, you know, letting my intellectual mind kind of like take over and process exactly what it is, I think it's now doing this recording, I can look it up. Okay. Let's see, Reiki.org. That seems like a legit <laughs> website, right? Reiki is a Japanese technique for stress reduction and relaxation that also promotes healing. It is administered by laying on hands and is based on the idea of unseen life force energy flows through us and is what causes us to be alive. If one's life force energy is low, then we are more likely to get sick or feel stress. And if it is high, we are capable of being happy and healthy. The word Reiki is made of two Japanese words, Rei, which means God's wisdom or the higher power, and key, which is life force energy. So Reiki is actually spiritually guided life force energy. Ah, I'm getting the chills. It's so cool. Um, a treatment feels like a wonderful glowing radiance that flows through and around you. Reiki treats the whole person, including body, emotions, mind, and spirit, creating many beneficial effects that include relaxation and feelings of peace, security, and well-being. Many have reported miraculous results. Reiki is a simple, natural, and safe method of spiritual healing and self-improvement that everyone can use. It has been effective in helping virtually every known illness and always creates beneficial effect. It also works in conjunction with all other medical or therapeutic techniques to relieve side effects and promote recovery. That is pretty cool. So it goes on to, I mean, you could just do a quick Google search about Reiki, R-E-I-K-I. -I. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to, you know, digest this a little bit more, but I don't even want my intellectual brain to get it because my natural being already gets it. Like <laughs> it obviously responded really well to it if I do feel relaxed and I do feel like, I'm happy and I'm healthy and less stressed. So I'm really happy that I had the opportunity to do something like this. I am someone who is really um, curious and um, I have like this energetic pull to like metaphysical stores and I am here for that woo woo stuff. And so I just feel really honored and really appreciative towards Angela because after that interview, like I said, she said I had, I can see her for an appointment. And so I don't know if I would have ever tried this had I not, you know, had that push and like the time and the place to go and experience it. And if you guys are looking for a, I think it's a birthing collective. Again, I'm going to put Angela's information on the episode um, notes, but she works with um, as a Reiki practitioner and a therapist, um, well, pre-COVID, you know, not she doesn't see people face to face in this center anymore. But this center was so beautiful. It it was just, I didn't even know I needed to give birth in a center like this until I saw how beautiful and how nice everyone was there. So they have midwives, acupuncturists, the Reiki practitioner. 
um, birthing rooms. It was really, really lovely. It was such a good experience. So I'm glad you tuned in to this episode. Hopefully it inspired you to look up, you know, what Reiki is or energetic healing um, along your journey. I'm wishing you all the best. Thank you so much for listening. I think it's really important that we spend time for ourselves and I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, maybe relax and listen to a podcast and engage in self-care. If you want to find out more, please go to therapyiscoolpodcast.com or you can find me on Instagram at Molly Zive Therapy. All right, everyone, take care.